to another episode of Bench Talk. I'm your host, Tom Gerrard. Uh, this week, I sit down with Melbourne-based artist, Wrecker. How hey, you going? Yeah, very well, Tom. And yourself? Yeah, good, thanks. Nice. Or, or is it James Wrecker? What do you want to be called? Uh, well, I mean, I'm known for Wrecker, but uh, yeah, I exhibit under, uh, well, it's a crossover of my tag name and my, my real name. So James Wrecker, it's funny. A lot of people think it's my surname now, so I'll go with that. No worries. Roll with it, eh? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I haven't seen you for a while. It's uh, it's good to have you back in Melbourne. Yeah, thanks. It's yeah. been it's been close to three years now. I think we might have seen each other uh, in Berlin. Was it the yeah. last time? Yeah, and then you were staying on my couch in London. For yeah, a true. Well, yeah, it's it was nice to catch you. Um, yeah, a couple of times in London when I jumped over there. Um, yeah, shame I never caught up with you in um in barcelona but yeah, yeah can't be everywhere i guess but yeah it, uh, going back uh, to to australia yeah it's been long o- overdue so it's been such a pleasure to come back and yeah get get busy but also you know enjoy enjoy melbourne life as well so good balance yeah good time of year as well yeah summer. oh look it's it's the first time that um it's been right timing, you know, miss out on a bit of a Berlin winter and have an Aussie summer. And yeah, I mean, Aussies do it well here for sure. So um, I'm in, <laughs> I'm in no hurry to, to, to get back right now. I know what's waiting for me. Cold. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so what brings you back here? Uh, I, I was looking for a reason to come back. Um, you know, family should be enough, but I was, I wanted to tie in um, some work uh, as well. And uh a, uh, a job or a project brought me back, which was um, two, two large walls, uh, like seven story walls that are um, in Windsor, like Southside, uh, just off Chapel Street uh, on the old like Swinburne Tech. Well, now it's called the um, Melbourne Polytechnic. Uh, and um, yeah, it was a good project with a couple of other Australian artists that are, you know, also mates, but I, I look up to as well, are doing well, both Soffels and um, uh, Guido Van Helden. So it was um, yeah, a good project and I just finished it. So it's a little less busy now, which is nice. And I can now during the rounds to catch up with a lot of fa- family and friends and working out my next move here as well. So, yeah. Yeah, I went and checked out the, um, the walls this morning. Like it's um it's pretty cool that you got two to work on. Yeah, they're a little thinner than the other guys, um, but I I definitely spent a lot longer on it. it. You know, it took me about five days each to paint. One day prior to um to buff the walls uh, as well. Um, and so yeah, it was it was nice to you know nice to come back and actually paint something quite considerably uh, you know considerable uh, quite big. Because it's quite hard. Well, I find in this city, there's not always that many opportunities to, you know, paint large scale walls. It seems like it's it's happening a little more than, than normal. And, uh, you know, since I've um, left, well, I left in like, you know, the end of 2012, start of 2013, Australia in general, um, you know, there weren't too many uh, opportunities or like, I mean, mural festivals and, and so forth that were happening um that you know uh allowed like artists to uh have opportunities to paint on larger larger um walls larger services if that's your thing anyway yeah bigger doesn't always mean better but yeah it gives you a little bit more room to play with let's just say that yeah i like what you did as well like it's um i like how you used uh 
the um, like kookaburras and, and like gum trees and like yes, really, really Australiana thing. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to do it for a while, and of course, it it, it you know it needed to be in. Uh, well, in, in context, I needed to paint it back when I'm back in Australia. So I've been sitting on something like that for a while. I didn't know what direction or how I would execute, say, an Australian theme. It can be quite, um, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be too literal. It can be quite lateral. And I ended up choosing to paint uh, like, uh, uh, well, it's a, it's a theme that I've explored in a few other countries or cities as well, not just in Australia, but like the flora and fauna. So choosing um you know animals and and uh you know natural plants and vegetation or trees and in this case like on one one of the towers that i painted uh it was uh, a rosella um that i i wanted to uh you know uh, i was staying in in st kilda already and i wanted to actually paint some some birds that are hyper local to that area and i noticed well i think they're more rainbow lorikeets that are especially around, uh, you know, uh, around this area. Well, it's pretty consistent across Victoria, yeah. but um, yeah, I mean, I chose a reference of a, a Rosella. I, I like the name as well, actually. I mean, lorikeet's pretty good, but you know, we, we use that term like, oh, you lorikeet, you know, <laughs> someone who squawks off a lot, but um, yeah. And I, I teamed it back with uh, a, a gum tree uh, well, like branches and uh, on, on this wall, especially I, I, I um, did uh, some, Oh, well, I looked at a lot of studies of uh, blossoms and uh, and the gum leaves and you know how they uh, the the shapes and structures that I can manipulate in my style and um, but also in context of the the, the walls as well um, uh, I, I got given uh, like some some photos obviously when I was overseas uh, and it, it I, I noticed there were a lot of like natural vegetation around there a lot of trees especially a lot of gum trees and I thought you know what uh, you know instead of like trying to take say uh, photos of the wall by cropping out all the, nat the surrounding areas why not embrace what you know the the location or the context of the wall has and it had a lot of these trees so um, yeah, in in a in a way, uh, I you know painting something that was like uh, you know actually in, in almost in like right next to the wall, it, it made a better a better outcome. Yeah. yeah, and then on the other wall, I painted a kookaburra, which I've been wanting to um, paint for a while. I mean, it's such an Australian symbol, but my concern was it wasn't actually quite local uh, to the area and. Um, you know, uh, speaking to some locals, or you're even a local as well, like, you know, they, they often hear like kookaburras around this area, yeah, like in the morning around. as well. So yeah. th there you go. Uh, and that I was really happy to hear that because it's something that whether I would have painted on this wall or, you know, there's a couple of other things I'm doing while I'm in Melbourne. Um, and, you know, I was I was quite happy that I could actually like paint this this uh, this uh, lovely bird, this Australian symbol on the wall. And I did keep the theme of, uh, the consistent theme of the gum trees, but I was um, on the other one, uh, I was looking at a bit more of the, the gum nuts, but the, the leaves were definitely something that was consistent um, uh, for both walls. And yeah, look, uh, you know, the outcome, I, I was, I'm not always happy with what I, I did, but I was quite chuffed in the end because, uh, you know, one thing I don't really paint birds much and um, doing it off by sight was another challenge, but just the, the challenge of trying to get the proportions right, especially on the kookaburra, the, like sketching the, that bird compared to the rosella took like twice or three times as long. So yeah, happy with the outcome. And yeah, a lot of like my friends and 
the locals were really chuffed that I've come back and, and done like, you know, embrace the, the, the Aussie theme. And uh, yeah, I think a lot of people thought, ah, oh, you must be missing it a lot. And yeah, I am. So it was, it was good to come back and, uh, you know, um, yeah, leave, leave something that means a lot to me as well. Ah, good stuff. So, um, so where have you been and what have you been up to? Yeah, you've been gone for so long. <sighs> Well, what, since my last uh, Melbourne trip, oh, would you I say, know. or the, you know, you, 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 like what, like what made you uh, leave Melbourne? Okay, that's and, a good. And, and then, and then once you've left, what have you been up to? Okay, good point. So it summarized. Yeah, yeah, no, I understand. <laughs> so I, I went on a, a bit of a, a, well, quite a long trip back in 2012 uh through europe but also and also the states as well i i think i was just i was looking to relocate from melbourne just uh, for a change of scenery both uh, inspiration wise i want it to be a challenge melbourne is uh is is amazing it's got such a uh, supportive scene uh, but i i just i wanted the opportunity to be a bit more challenged um and uh you know, to push myself harder. And, and, you know, as you know, Tom, uh, travel, uh, often is, is the best time to, you know, get a lot of inspiration and you're learning about yourself, uh, your coping skills, often getting into sticky situations as well. Um, uh, that, you know, for, for every reason, it was just, uh, it's the best thing that I've done. So I made the jump, um, after, uh, jumping well, jumping around Europe, I um, you know Berlin just sang out to me, and even before that, a lot of friends uh, told me that I'd quite enjoy it. So I, I passed through there for a few weeks. Turned out I loved it. Uh, you know, uh, came back 2013, packed up my stuff, and you know, then officially made the move. So, and you know, with intentions, what I wanted to do was uh, to to. to I guess, essentially to tap into Europe a bit more and, and also to use Berlin as a base because it is a great um, location, quite central in Europe and also very close to the States as well. And, you know, I was born in England, so I was lucky enough to have a British passport. Um, and yeah, uh, you know, let's not talk about Brexit, but, uh, uh, you know, right now it's serving me well anyway. And I knew I'd want to base myself in Europe just to utilize what I had. Um, and so the, the main the main aim was to set up in Berlin, start my life, uh, but also to uh, start exhibiting uh, within Europe a bit more. So, you know, within the first couple of months, I, um, I did a small exhibition up in Denmark, a, a city called uh, Aalborg uh, in northern northern Denmark, quite close to where um, uh you know, where Norway is. Um, and, you know, since then, I, I've been averaging about one or two exhibitions a year. Um, uh, one in, in London, uh, one in, in uh, Milan, and also, la well, I was about to say this year, last year in 2016, I, I staged a big exhibition in Paris. And uh, within that, uh, a lot of projects, you know, at that point in time, you know, I was mentioning before about there not being so many opportunities here for like, you know, mural based projects and things. There were a lot of stuff going on in in uh, Europe and especially in summer, you know, as you know, there's a lot of lot of things going on. So I wanted to get over there, base myself and also, you know, try to uh, network and, you know, grow my resources over there and, and get involved in a lot of these great great exhibitions uh, and um, and projects that made me travel that, you know, and I was, you know, the yeah, it's the best of both worlds, really, like being able to travel, but also do your work at the same time. Like, you, you know, that's, 
that's the dream. Um, and and it's yeah, it, it took quite a while. Like I have to say, you know, I I might have made a name for myself, or you know, at some point in 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 Melbourne, but you know, it was definitely stepping backwards when I when I moved to Europe. You know, it, and it was refreshing. You know, I, I I really had to work my ass off to get anywhere, and you know doesn't matter about like shouting and screaming it's it's actually being consistent it's doing good work you know and and well you can't just relying on uh, you can't just rely on having having something good to offer but yeah you need to there is an element of hustling as well and you know whether you like it or not it's actually part of the part of the game you got to play the game <laughs> i guess so um yeah it took a couple of years to really get anywhere and it's not like i was regretting it but it was tough and so, yeah, it was a kick up the ass. Like, uh, you know, it opened my eyes. I was like, wow, you know. Uh, and yeah, it was uh, good motivation. Really made me think uh, of, of my art practice a lot differently. Uh, what was, uh, you know, priorities. Um, uh, well, what I would need to prioritize, I mean. Um, uh, but also just finding that balance with, you know, uh, my street practice, which that's where I came from, you know. Uh, um, and then also uh, trying to, uh, you know, the balance of exhibiting my work in galleries and, you know, even still to this day, uh, uh, it's, it's been quite, well, not difficult, but um, yeah, I, it's, it's been challenging to work out what should be the focus on. And I know my future, I, I, I really enjoy, um, you know, working in, in, in the gallery context and it can offer a lot of, uh, a lot of different things that you know uh you know painting on the street can't it, it can let you explore in a lot of different areas and, and you know we're talking about mediums techniques you know uh you know i I'm, i view myself as a painter but the option of working in installation or 3d and sculpture is very attractive to me so through through doing this and especially even relocating in europe and watching a lot of other say painters but they have they you know painting for them is actually a it's a part of their practice. And so that was nice to see that, it, you know, mixing with these other creatives has uh, um, uh, broadened my, uh, you know, my view on, on, you know, my own art practice and, and that, you know, it can, uh, you know, fit very well with other, other mediums. And, you know, I'm looking at, at uh, working with sculpture a lot more and installation, even like media, like, you know, working with uh, projection as well. Mm. So, um, yeah, that's, that's what, you know, that's what I was hoping to happen, uh, uh, when I made the jump is to, to get this fresh inspiration, a different view on everything, you know, just, just something new. And, you know, I, I never knew how long I would be, uh, over there for, um, but I have to say this, like my plan was to come back every year to Melbourne and I didn't quite accomplish that. Yeah. It's gone really fast. Yeah. yeah. I, I was the same when I was gone, yeah, I was gone for five years. I thought I'd pop back every two years at least. And every time I'd save up the money, I'd find myself in some other corner of the world yeah. spending it there. <laughs> yeah, or, or yeah. I mean, it's very common for all of us. Like, you know, all the money I make, I, I put back into my work. It's yeah. an investment and I'm, I'm happy to do that. Even if it is like uh, buying a plane ticket, you know, it's still, it's still an investment, you know. Uh, experiences I would have to say is the, the best uh, inspiration not just going to like a, a you know amazing art gallery or museum it's you know walking down the street on the other side of the world and you know the culture and the people and, and even like a texture on a wall or something interesting like a hand-painted sign they're all it's all really special
Yes, yeah, when you're cruising around and everything's different, it, it just um, stimulates all your senses and everything. And you yeah. start looking around, going, "Wow!" Yeah, like yeah, I even found exactly. when I came back to Melbourne, it's like, "Wow!" Like it did the, had the same effect on me, and it's like, "Shit, this is home." Yeah, you know. Yeah, and like, I, I agree with that completely. Yeah, 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 since I've been back, it's the same thing. I think uh, having a little bit of a break makes you come back and appreciate things a lot more. Yeah, yeah, but it's funny because, like, as you were saying, how it's hard to establish yourself in a new city and 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 all that. I'm finding that I'm having the same... Because I've been back for a year now. I'm having the same issues like back in Melbourne, like re-establishing myself. And it's yeah. Like, it's been like a changing of the guard. And like, you know, with art and all that, like there's all these new generation have come up. And then, yeah. you know, the generation before, a lot of them have stopped. And then everything sort of turned over. And it's like, who is this guy? And it's like, but you don't remember You don't me. remember me? <laughs> I used to do a lot of stuff. Hey, I mean, you know, that that's quite similar to what I was talking about with the push. You've come back and you're like, oh, okay, I need to like work my yeah. ass off to get back in here. And I think that's great. You know, yeah. like that's, that's good motivation. Yeah. 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 That, uh, I mean, it's been, it's, yeah, it's, Melbourne's one of those places. It is quite easy to slot back in, even if yeah. it's been five years, like for, for you. It's, it's easy to pick up where you left off, but it's, you should never rely on, on, you know, what you did in the past to, to be enough to just like coast. I I mean, that's why I left. I don't want to coast. I don't want to be complacent or, you know, uh, I want to be pushed. And if that's like, if you feel like, oh shit, I'm not, uh, you know, uh, I need to really make a presence again and, and, uh, you know, get back into, you know, things have changed, um, you know, since, since, well, since we've both been here, like three years is, is changed quite considerably in so many ways, uh, in Melbourne and, and in Australia as well, that since I've been back, it's, it's been a great push as well. So I completely understand what you're talking about. Yeah, totally. So, um, so with Berlin, I've noticed there's been a, a lot of Aussies over there, like, like when I was over there, I was blown away. There was an area called Little Melbourne and stuff like that. Yeah, I lived and pretty close to that, but not not that I knew about yeah. it. <laughs> like what, what, what's, what's the draw for all the Aussies to go to Berlin? Because it's bloody freezing there in winter. Yeah, like, uh, I forget about the weather. There, I find, and I was having actually this conversation. My my old housemate, uh, well, from Berlin's here right now, is a um, you know he's a German guy, um, and. You know, I was talking to him, I'm like, do you actually, do you see the similarities between Melbourne and Berlin? He's like, yeah, I can. And there's a lot of differences. Even forget about the language gap. And yeah, sure, everyone speaks English in Berlin because it's quite an international city. But I can see the reason why a lot of Aussies there. And you know what? They're all from Melbourne as well. Mm. You know, they're all running the best coffee spots, either the Aussies or the Kiwis. But that's standard across the world. You go to New York, the best baristas are like Kiwis. They're from Wellington or something. Um, But, you know, it's... It's good, but like, I mean, you know, not that I'm avoiding like other Aussies, but I didn't like relocate other, the other side of the world to just only mix with it. And, you know, it, it is a trap. I'm not sure if it happened to you in when you were, say, living in London, that you would often mix with your own kind because you, you're always what, reminiscing on the past or talking about like, well, comparing the two cities, maybe. Yeah. Is, is that? Not, not really. I'd have, no? like, I'd have like a friend or two in each city, but yeah. I wouldn't hang out with groups of Aussies. No, no yeah, I agree with yeah. that as well. Yeah. You know, I may mates and mates doesn't matter where they come from but um uh yeah this this little little australia i kind of actually stay away from it <laughs> yeah. do, do you um do you hear the accent that sort of makes you cringe and stuff? oh yeah our oh, ears are so like tuned yeah i know and it sounds so <laughs> awkward but i mean 
it's it's great uh i i love the opportunity because i i don't actually mix with that many aussies overseas i've like it's not just like say i i'm mixing with an old german group um but uh it's um uh you know i'm mixing with a lot of expats and sure the common you know where you can all speak mm. english no matter like where we are in the world well the people that moved to berlin definitely um yeah and it's not that i'm avoiding them i just uh i don't know i just don't seem to be hanging around that many there yeah. but yeah the, the accent pops around out a lot and i mean maybe what i was getting at is like the the times that i'm around some aussie friends like we just all put on a bit of a bogan accent and you know embrace <laughs> embrace the language because it's, it's exactly exactly why not and yeah it's funny since i've been back as well like i just uh you know, sliding back into a pretty Aussie accent. Not that I really have a strong one compared to some others, but um, yeah, yeah, you can spot it a mile away. You can hear it just because, you know, we grew up with it. You can just, I mean, you know, even the subtle differences between uh, uh, an Aussie and a Kiwi, we can spot it a mile away. But, you know, say over overseas, um, uh, you know, we all sound, you know, in, in Berlin, they, they, they think I'm British. They yeah. just, uh, you know, all those subtle differences, like they, they don't understand all the difference, but yeah. yeah. When, I, when I was in New York and everyone was asking me if I was from London or not. Yeah. Like, no, Australia. Yeah, yeah. well see, That's they fun. should know a little better, I think. You know, the, like the proper English speaking, like countries, they, I mean, but you know, uh, we, like we would compare it to say the difference between Canadian and exactly. American oh, and, and so, so. yeah, and like, like how the, you know, the Aussies and the Kiwis get compared. Um, for them, it's so obvious, and for us, yeah, it's a little more difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so getting back to uh, Australia and, and your roots, I guess. Um, I was I was thinking about you the other night because I went to the closing party at Blender Studios. I'm sorry, Doyle, I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, I was thinking I haven't actually been in there since it was the lineup was like you know the, the artist in there was like you and Rome and like haha and yeah sync and all that yeah well like, they yeah. were in there before uh both Rome and myself the story begins uh we we started this thing called street art together um back in in you know 2002 um and we uh, were we were both studying like design at rmit in the city and uh you know, which was like on Elizabeth Street, right around the corner from where Blender is. And, you know, through a couple of exhibitions and various things, we meet some other people. And yeah, so we shared a space in 2003 at Blender. And I have to say it was like one of the, the best things that I ever did because like it was just such a meeting point. And at that point, you know, it was all just street stuff. And, you know, at that stage, um, I was, uh, you know, making a lot of paste ups and stickers and these things that would just be so easy to apply on lunch breaks at uni. I'd go out and just hit the streets. It was great. But yeah, I caught the tail end of Blender, um, in 2003 and it only lasted like a little longer before, um, uh, before we were all evicted for a very short time. But at that point, you know, we, you know, me and the rest of the lads moved on uh, and we ended up in Northside to Collingwood for, you know, and we started this thing called Everfresh in 2004. But anyway, going back to Blender, yeah, it was a very important part of my, um, you know, of my artistic career, like just meeting other, other artists, but also just being in this like huge studio uh, environment, seeing other creatives work on their own things. And then, you know, they weren't all just painters or at that stage street artists and graffiti writers and stuff, but it opened my eyes to so much. So it, 
it's um it's been great to to come back here to watch say the well the the end of that chapter within Blender, but it seems like they've got a new spot, right? In is it the Docklands now? Oh, I don't know. I think it's the Docklands. <laughs> well, anyway, Doyle told me the Docklands. So shame I missed out on the last bit, but um I know. Well, I'm hoping that. Uh, you know, if Melbourne Council's listening, they really need to heritage list that laneway because it's pretty much the most important thing, you know, in, in that Melbourne has. Well, the, the CBD anyway, like more so than uh, Hosier Lane, which is, well, it looks pretty tragic these days, actually. But yeah, let's not get into that. Yeah, yeah I don't want to go down that. Road. Nah, no, not at all. Yeah. So, um, like, you know, when, when Everfresh started and everything, like, were you guys all like learning off each other and... Or were there like any mentors you guys had or was it just like everyone learning off each other? Uh, we were all learning off each other. For me, uh, when when Phibs um, came part of uh, Everfresh, he, I, I, I would view him as a mentor of mine, mm. uh, especially with um, learning how to use the spray can more. You know, just uh, it wasn't even like this this verbal dialogue, but like watching him paint or being out painting with him, even though, you know, my skills were so, uh, you know, much less compared to him. It was, uh, you know, he was a big, um, you know, influence and inspiration on me and, you know, the way, you know, we all call him the surgeon, you know, he's, you can't get much uh, cleaner than Phoebe, Fibo for sure. He's, uh, um, but you know, in general, look, we, we all had, you know, we're all, some of us had, we're going up the same path you know, medium wise, um, you know, using spray paint and, you know, uh, a lot of us dropped off from the pay stops and the stickers and stuff because, well, after we, we, we got our heads around using spray paint, it is, uh, this so, um, it's a lot better medium to use for many, many different reasons. And, you know, the longevity of it, the ease, the, you know, you work in a very fast pace at a short amount of time, you can come up with a piece and, um, yeah, and it's quite clean as opposed to bringing out a lot of like paint cans and uh, and brushes and stuff. But, you know, um, yeah. Uh, also, I mean, after Blender, the next chapter was ever fresh in my life. And, you know, I'm quite proud to say that I'm, uh, you know, watching all these, these guys or and myself as well grow up and, you know, some drop off. Uh, well, I mean, in a way, I use that word dropping off by just like maybe, you know, uh, painting on the streets not priority and so we all kind of a lot of us went up the same path a lot went in different directions mm. uh but you know uh, watching everyone grow and change and especially even coming back now after the few years like i mean all the boys were doing well but even like friends of the studio and, and seeing them now everyone's living off their art you know they're, they're all too busy like that i can't even catch up with them and that's a good thing that's a good problem that you know they're like oh sorry mate you know i'm booked up till next week that's great that's what i you know i'm so proud of all of them that that um you know everyone's uh, you know is now whether it was our intention from the beginning and i'll say it wasn't to you know make money out of this it was just such a really easy transition you know some have gone into the gallery world and others uh uh, working on completely different projects but you know the thing that keeps us in common is uh is uh you know painting and some might just i mean i don't like using the the, the term hobby but you know some people like just do you know we would go out on the weekend and do a piece and then they go back to their nine to five or whatever during the week yeah. um but you know what i was saying about being proud that like we lasted 10 years as a studio under the same roof 
And sure, you know, a lot of us have uh, gone in, in your own directions, you know, meaning main, mainly that we are, you know, uh, some, well, you know, both say uh, sync and fibs, uh, you know, they both have kids, had kids and, and that brought them back to their own hometowns, both Adelaide and Sydney. So that was the beginning of this, well, transitional period that, you know, a few people were leaving and a couple others like joined in as well. And, you know, around the same time, uh, both Megs and myself left, you know, he, he left a little prior than me, went to, uh, well, the States, and I chose to go to Europe. So it was a good innings, mm-hmm. and we're all still co- co- connected, you know, so much. But back in the day, we were focused a lot more of collaboration, which, you know, is another thing that is so important to where I am now, like painting with friends and people uh, that, you know, we are now focusing on our own our own practice our own stuff more so yeah 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 because when you when you used to collaborate a lot you guys had like an overall ever fresh style yeah we did you could tell that was really um schooled by fibs you know what i mean yeah and, yeah, uh, yeah. That everyone had their own style but if you were to do that like in 2017 it'd be a completely different story you know because everyone's sort of like taken what they learned in the formative years and then you know, put their own twist on it and really developed it into their yeah. own Yeah, well, that's, that's just developing, you know, your own style in general. And, and, you know, you do take influence and all those people that deny all that stuff, they're, they're lying, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, you take in, uh, inspiration, you take influence uh, and, you know, uh, make it into your own. This has been happening since the, you know, the beginning of time. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So, um, so... Traveling around and doing murals, is that pretty much what you do for a living these days? Uh, it's half my practice. And I, I, I briefly mentioned about like, it, you know, I, right now I, I want it to be 50-50. So half the year I spend in my studio and usually it takes me about four or five months to produce a body of work, sometimes less, depending on the size of the, well, the space, uh, the amount of pieces I need to produce. And the other... Other 50% is, uh, is travel, uh, quite heavily travel based, um, that I am, you know, uh, uh, painting a lot of walls. And so, uh, you catch me, uh, at the tail end of, uh, a six month trip that I've been on since I've been back home or well, in Berlin, um, that, you know, the last, yeah, well, last five months, uh, uh, up to this date has been quite consistent and it's, you know, I'm, I'm only happy when I'm busy and, you know, it's been, it's been a great ride, uh, you know, the last last five months of almost seamlessly jumping from um, one project to the next, you know, well, more or less that I'm, I'm, you know, if I have to kill a week somewhere, I mean, well, that's great anyway, like, you know, during trips and um, a lot of them have been uh, based around uh, mural projects and sometimes these festivals as well. So um yeah and uh, it's been great and uh, i've been able to 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 travel uh you know through some parts of europe this trip and also the states and um finally it's brought me back to melbourne which i'm really excited about so yeah right now things are going well but yeah as i said you you catch me on the tail end and you know i have to say uh you know you always want what you don't have and i'm i'm tired you know it's time it's time for me to get back to berlin and you know i've i've been uh, you know, um, I, I, I'll, I'll say I, I, I will be coming back later in the year. I, I have an exhibition in October. There's more, more information on that to come. But what I'm doing here now as well is uh, scouting out locations. And, uh, you know, I have to say, even though basing myself 
in Europe for the last four years, my reach, my the access to resources is still greater here. So I'm prepared to spend a little longer. You know, I have a one-way ticket knowing that I'll most probably stay a bit longer and get used to this Aussie summer. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking at a lot of things while I'm here um, to then go back and then start studio time. So I'll catch the tail end of winter which is the best time of year for me to work on a show because you know there's not much going on outside. So yeah, I mean, painting walls is great, but it's very physical as you know. And you know, my, my body's telling me to slow down a little, uh, but you know, uh, you know I, sometimes I, I, I wish I, I viewed myself in third person and I just slap myself in the face and say, shut up, you know, you, 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 you're loving it, mate. You're living the dream. Like, you know, you get invited to stuff, you get to travel and paint these walls, which you know, without them being funded or organized, they're almost impossible. Like how, how are we going to fund painting these walls ourselves? You know, lift higher, let alone like might be a grand or two. And then the amount of spray, even if we've got hookups with some like, you know, brands and sponsorship or whatever, yeah, it's costly. So it's the only time I actually get to paint big stuff is through these projects. Yeah. So yeah. yeah and how do you go uh, teeing up the projects? Do you like get these, your inboxes getting flooded with, requests and stuff like that or, or yeah no you them? you're right tom it's uh i i, I view myself as lucky but it, it's something that it took me a long time to 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 develop and most of that stuff was uh you know uh was built when i moved overseas um so you know just through networking maybe i was lucky that i had maybe the first couple of uh big breaks that you know, I got invited to a couple of festivals that I, yeah, sure, the contacts were made back in Melbourne. And through that, you know, it's like the domino effect. And, you know, a lot of people say, how do you start getting into these things? I really want to. And, you know, the same, same stuff, perseverance, you know, you need to be confident with what you have. And, and, you know, you do need to reach out initially, but I have to say now, it's not like I can sit back and just, you know, watch the inbox, like, you know, all the numbers increase in my inbox. It's not that, but yeah, it, a lot of the stuff recently has been um, offered to me. They've approached me through my website, uh, and, you know, obviously because it's, or, or Instagram, you know, all the social medias are great tools, even though that we lose ourselves in it a little. Um, they're great communication tools. So I'm on, I'm, I'm on nearly everything, uh, visual based so that I can put, upload photos and stuff. But yeah, um, a lot, a lot has been coming to me in the last year, which is great. So yeah, I mean, not, I wouldn't say it's finally paying off, but it, it you know, all that hard work, the initial couple of years, you know, maybe it is finally paying off. <laughs> and yeah. and prior, prior to that, were you like, when you first arrived in the, um, in Europe and you were trying to establish yourself, like you were, you know, you'd get a big wall, but you'd have to pay for everything. Like get yourself a lift and get yourself all your paint and all that type of stuff. Were you doing a bit of that? Yeah, 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 I was. Um, and, you know, they're all investments, you know, like, uh, like paying, it's paying for you a flight to somewhere. It's only going to be beneficial. I'm happy to spend all my money on that. And so, yeah, the first couple of times, even in Melbourne, like, you know, the, we were, we paid for everything. Like we were out like at night, you know, in cars, like through, uh, you know, we'd look up when there's hard rubbish, especially South side in the good areas. And we would just go around and, and grab anything we can use and all the paint and everything. And, uh, but also, yeah, buying spray paint as well and, and, um, paying for the odd lift. Um, 
you you need to build up your folio and maybe that's what i'm getting at that that you initially you do have to invest everything into it to get a couple of those big ones up maybe to show the world that you know the you you are uh, able to tackle some of these larger walls these larger projects and you have something amazing to offer which is your own unique style yeah as well do you, do you find that you ever um do that anymore like just you see a wall and it's like you know, you know what this would be this is in a city where no one really knows me. It would probably be a good way to uh, tap into the market over here. A couple. You'll, you'll, you'll fork out for it. Um, I'd say, you know, to be honest, I'd say it's definitely less now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but having said that, I'm not one of those, those people that maybe, you know, I've had a few lovely opportunities uh, thrown at me that I, I feel like, ah, oh, I don't want to step back and start paying for my stuff or or having to buy my paint. You know, I was in a local graph shop earlier today, like buying like, you know, I was like, what are the cheapest paints? I'm still like that. And so I bought a whole bunch of iron likes, you know, uh, mm-hmm. I didn't care. I, I think it all balances out. So, um, you know, uh, I'll repeat what you said. It, uh, having like, say if I, um, during my travels, I see something amazing and maybe I'm able to meet the, the building owner or, or the person that would actually be able to officially hook it up. Um, you know, I, if, if I had a little bit of money at that point, I, I would invest in it. You know, we just call it investment. It's, uh, um, you know, I'm not just relying on being invited to these things. But having said that, especially these large walls, like even if I do scout one out that I can do, it's, uh, yeah, unless you get some funding, it is really hard to fork out for it yourself. Yeah, it's, just, it's no different to how we, we grew up, like painting, you know, like, even doing track sides and that, you're not getting funded for it. You know, like no, we did it because it's fun. Exactly, and, yeah. and it's just now. But when you when it's on a grander scale, it's like it's going to cost a lot more. You know, yeah. And also, if you need to put a lift into the equation and all that type of stuff. You know? Yeah. So I mean, I don't paint too many walls in Berlin, uh, like legal walls. But what that city is known for, um, well, it's a very graffiti-based city, which I love, and I, I don't actually mind not painting these big walls in the city I live in, but. The other opportunities is, uh, are all these uh, amazing abandoned facilities that Berlin's known for and, and, uh, and all of it is self-funded for that. So, I mean, I'm only doing like day pieces, which is fun. You know, it's a nice balance with painting these larger stuff. I, I miss the social aspect of painting with, with my mates, like, yeah. you know, back in the day. And I mean, well, you know, maybe it's another subject, but that's why I, I continue uh, painting graffiti because it's, uh, you know, uh, I enjoy like painting with mates and the social element of it. And let's be honest, I don't actually treat it as, as seriously as my art. So almost it's a holiday from my normal work by going out and doing graph. But anyway, back to painting, um, painting these abandoned spots, you know, I, I fund everything myself, but they're not huge projects, yeah. you know? So like I'd go in and well, yeah, I'm a little spoiled being in Germany and having a lot of good quality, cheap paint, uh, that, you know, I can fork out like, you know, 40 euros and I'm covered for a couple of good pieces anyway. So, yeah. 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 So, um, I was looking online the other day and I was checking out that, um, that, that train you did in Kiev. In oh yeah. Ukraine. Yeah. But how, how'd you manage to get on that? Like how'd that all come about? Yeah. A lot of people have been asking me that since I've been back. Um, I was lucky enough. Uh, to be invited prior to, to that um, to, to Kiev, which I have to say, like Kiev, uh, apart from being an amazing city, it's actually, for me, it, it almost has the best selection of walls in any city in the world. Like the, 
there's a, you know, there's, yeah, yeah, murals, yeah, yeah, like large scale walls. And, you know, once again, large, you know, big doesn't always mean better, but it's impressive to see in, you know, close proximity, a lot of amazing artists all painting these, like, uh, these huge buildings. Um, Anyway, so there's a couple of projects going on there. And once again, like, I don't think I would have been invited to one if I was based in Australia, because unfortunately not, you know, the, there's not always the budget to fly out artists, mm-hmm. even if it is a good opportunity. So yeah, I was very lucky to get invited and I painted like these two uh, towers, maybe eight, eight story, nine story, and they're the edge of uh, the, the Kiev uh, city going into the city from the airport. And during that time, um, I was very fortunate to actually meet uh, the president and uh, I uh, was invited, uh, well, uh, the next time to have lunch with the first lady. And I even did a, um, uh, well, I wouldn't say a workshop, but I did a bit a speech at the, 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 the school where the first, well, where their kids were, um, you know, uh, like, I guess like an introduction of, of street art. And I was also talking about, you know, their city, how special you know, what's actually happening within their city that a lot of them didn't really know about, you know, and I said exactly what I said to you that uh, it's, it's uh, honestly, from what I've seen, it's one of the best cities for, for this scene, but it's in a different way. Comparing it to Melbourne, Melbourne is, is a lot different. And, you know, in some aspects, it's a richer culture here than over there. But what's there are a lot of really big, impressive murals. Um, anyway, uh, after like meeting the president, uh, I, I uh, met um, the mayor of Kiev and I mean, the story goes with, with uh, the, this project like uh, organizer or coordinator that, uh, you know, uh, there were a lot of, well, there's a lot of opportunities, you know, they want to inject a lot of culture into the city. And, and, you know, I, I was almost able to um, pitch an idea, you know, like, oh, what do you want to do? I want to paint the metro. I mean, come on, it's always been a dream for all of us. Maybe to actually have an opportunity to spend a little longer than 20 or 30 minutes, but actually do say your artwork on it than just a quick, quick piece. Uh, and it's funny, just like the response is like, okay, when do you want to come back? And I was like, what? My jaw just dropped to the ground. And uh, so, yeah, a couple months later in September, which actually marks the beginning of this trip that I'm on now. The first city after Berlin I went to was Kiev. And uh, I have to say it was like a dream job uh, and not not that the money was that great. But like, when are you ever going to get the opportunity to, you know, get get commissioned to paint a metro or a train that is literally running, you know, every day in the public, you know, on a specific line. This is on the red line, if anyone actually goes over there. Um, and, uh, and, you know, uh, just like going into the yards, like, you know, I wasn't huge into like painting trains when I was younger, but like, I mean, still very much a, um, uh, you know, very much into the, the graffiti scene and the, the train culture as well. And just like almost having the keys to the yard and going in and, you know, they were like, okay, you choose, you choose, you choose a train to paint. I was like, I mean, like a kid in the candy store. Right. Yeah. And so, um, the, the Metro there are just amazing. They're quite, I mean, it's a little corrugated, but it's quite flat, uh, that they, they were just a joy to paint on. Sure. I needed to mask the windows. Uh, these were five um, carriage trains, so I was basically painting ten whole cars. So I was averaging one one whole car a day, 
and I was saying to some 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 graph friends, and they're just like, "You you fucker, that's you, I'm so jealous of you." But I mean, yeah, it, it was a great opportunity, and especially to watch something that moves as well. And, and I think since there's actually a couple of other uh, artists that have uh, painted the um, the metro, like been commissioned to paint the the Kiev metro. Uh, um, I think it doesn't happen much. A lot of a lot of artists actually contact me. They're like, "Can you do you mind hooking me up with the the contact for this?" I'm like, I don't want to sound rude, but uh, it's something that I was actually told to not give it out because uh, yeah, there's actually a bit of a list already. I mean, you know, years year in advance list of people who want to do it. But anyway, that was just a d- dish out the first lady's phone number. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish, I wish I didn't actually quite have a number, but I mean, everyone was so friendly and, and, uh, um, I hadn't actually traveled very East in Europe yet. And a lot of the work that I'd done were West often in the same cities or Western Europe. I mean, uh, that a lot of the, the same cities, the big cities like your Paris and your London, like I was saying before, um, that this opportunity brought me to a different part of Europe that uh, I've always really fascinated about. I'm not sure if, you know, if you've actually yeah. traveled I'm, much. I haven't spent much time in Eastern Europe. I've spent a bit of time, I've like, I traveled all around Croatia. And that was pretty good. Like up in, a, you know, I went up in the mountains and all over the place. I hear Croatia is amazing. I, I've not been, awesome. but yeah. And then, I went, I went yeah. to a music festival there. They, on the beach, was it? Yeah, or? Well, it was, no? but we um we had to go across the heads to get into this music festival, and um, yeah, and, and we worked out that it was half the price of a taxi if we caught a speedboat there. And we'd rock awesome. up to the main stage with beers in our hands up from a speedboat to walk <laughs> down the jetty and just go straight into the festival. Whereas uh, if you caught a cab, you have to line up, you get bloody patted down and all that. Dude, you came in with style. <laughs> I'd like to do that. But yeah, there's actually quite a few apparently good festivals yeah. on the beach down there. I, I, yeah, a lot of yeah. friends say you have to go to Croatia. So It ruined it for Australian festivals for me. That's all I can say. And, and same, I think in, England put on good festivals as well. Yeah, as long as the weather's right. Yeah. But, um, you know, I didn't make, I never had the chance to make it to like Roskiller in Denmark or anything like that. But, um, I'm sure know. there'll be a time. I'm sure yeah. those, those guys would love to, to have, uh, have you over. And I, I view the Danes as like the Aussies of Europe, They're sarcastic and yeah, good, good people. I've got yeah. a lot of time for the Danes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, like apart from Kiev, like your art's taken you all over the place. Like what are some of the other cool Place, yeah. like cities or countries you've been to well i mean f- for this trip I'll, I'll stick to this trip for the moment um so from kiev i actually went to buenos aires and uh it was my first time to south america which i was so so excited about because i'd always want to go i'm very fascinated a lot of inspiration especially from say ancient cultures within south america as well uh and I mean, I didn't, you know, often when you're invited these things, it, sometimes it's a bit of like, you know, you get there a day or two face to a wall, then you get up and leave because it's go, go, go. It's a, a lot of action. So I got a taste and I, I love Buenos Aires, uh, you know, Argentinian people like, uh, you know, I, I was talking about the, the Danes are like the Aussies of Europe, but I, I view the Argentinians like the, you know, they're, they're like the Italians of, of South America. Maybe you, you would have a different opinion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but yeah, there, there's actually a real big European uh, influence, especially on that city as well. Big on Italian, big on French, and I met a lot of both. Uh, you know, uh, you know, a lot of French actually, I and mean, you know, of course they can all speak Spanish so well as well. And I mean, 
you know, the Italians and the Spanish, all the, the language there, had, there's a lot of similarities as well. So it's easy for them to pick it up. Um, but yeah, the, and everyone was so welcoming and, uh, and I don't think that there's actually that, you know, it's quite rare for maybe the Aussies to come over cause it's quite fast. So they were all really intrigued I'm like, Oh, you're from Australia. I'm like, Oh, well, yeah, but I'm not living there right now. Cause they're always picking my brain about, I mean, in, just in general, everyone is so fascinated about this country because it is yeah. a little isolated, but that's what makes it cool. And you know, uh, going back to living in, in Europe, they're like, wow, you're Australian. That's so cool. I'd love to go, but it's so far away and a lot of people can't justify their tickets. But um, yeah, and then from, you know, Buenos Aires, I would have loved to actually stayed around a little longer. And I mean, it was such a tease because, uh, you know, I'd never been to other parts of uh, South America that I, I wanted to, you know, travel to other countries. And, you know, I've once again, like a lot of inspiration and some great artists out of, say, you know, Brazil and Mexico and, you know, and Chile. And wow, you know, it, that's another trip. Hopefully next year, 2018, I might do a bit of a, a trip down there, spend a bit of time there. Um, but yeah, from South America, I actually went up to the States and I went to D.C. for a project. New York, killed a bit of time. Friends there, good fun. Love New York. And then I went to Jacksonville in Florida, uh, which was interesting because it, uh, this, uh, this monster wall was waiting for me, uh, basically the biggest thing I'd ever done. Uh, and, and I was actually kind of dreading it. I was uh, a little nervous, a little apprehensive because most of my wall is primarily, um, spray paint based and this one I was doing mainly using buff but you no know, I was requesting for one of the spray guns which made it a little easier on me but it you know I, I wanted this challenge but I just I was just you know maybe apprehensive is a good word I just didn't know my approach yet uh, uh, I was a little I just didn't know the process but that's what made it exciting because it was different and and actually learn a lot of things through it but you know this this thing was just massive uh, and I, I was lucky enough to um, uh, request an assistant like my old uh, housemate who was a Dane I uh, lives in or oh, we were living in Berlin at the, uh, when we were you know under the same roof but he's gone back to Copenhagen anyway I was able to um, invite him over or fly him over to, to be my assistant on this project because he was also a painter as well and uh, yeah uh, we, we managed to paint this huge thing in like three weeks and yeah I mean afterwards my body caved in and as soon as I finished up in, in Florida and it was an interesting time of year to actually be in the States because I watched Trump come in uh, and, you know, even like prior to that, watching all the, uh, the, the, the debates on the election, it was a very interesting time to be in the States. And, you know, after that, well, let's not mention the T-Man again, but I was quite happy to actually get out of the country. And so I went back to London after that to kill some time because I'd almost overstayed my welcome in the States. I'd almost been there for, you know, well, two and a half months that I needed to jump out. Uh, my sister lives in London and um, yeah, we had an early Chrissy and I come back to New York actually for, uh, you know, proper Christmas with some friends and New Year's. And then here I am in good old Melbourne town after that. So yeah, that's been five months. Um, but, you know, most of the, these, these opportunities that have been popping up since my relocation to Berlin has been Europe based and also just starting a little more in, in the States as well. And there's a lot of good opportunities there, but 
yeah, it's quite hard to get your foot in the door there. But, you know, I'd say the same thing about Europe. You're just going to make the jump and give it your best. That's all we can hope for. Exactly. Yeah, that wall that you did in Jacksonville, I was watching that over Instagram. And it's like, even it took you even days and days just to get it marked up. And I'm like, man, that is fucking Yeah, huge. three, nearly four days on the yeah. sketch. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's, <laughs> it's funny because you look at it and you're like, oh, it's a big wall. Yeah, he's, he's up the ladder, oh, up the scaff, um, the, the, yeah, the, the, lift. Chair, the lift and yeah. all that. Yeah. But it's only when you see the cars in the car park and a zoom back shot. And it's like, a few man, other people told me that. Huge. Yeah, and it's funny uh, until you see, say, a car context or i mean it just gives like the scale of the wall you know often like say if it's a big wall you might have a, a bike next to it or yeah. or, 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 or even a person just to see the the scale of the building yeah so i um i know you mentioned you got a uh, exhibition you're working on like for later on this year but apart from that do you have any uh projects for 2017 um, after this this long trip of well the the spraycation the painting spree outdoors uh, I'm very ready to actually go back uh, not to just Berlin but uh, to go back to the studio um, side of things and yeah so when I when I get back um, you know the the next next four or five months is going to be pretty heavy studio time and uh, that will almost lead me up to um, my show I'm going to come back one month prior in September paint some walls but also yeah work on some larger pieces that would just be almost impossible to do and ship over as well uh, there's you know I look I'm 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 trying to say no to things there's already because you know everyone's working in advance uh, you know often almost a year in advance for various things especially with the galleries but some of these projects are coming up I've uh, well unfortunately had to say no to a lot of them or just be more picky and you know I I will work my ass off to allow a great opportunity somewhere it's not just uh, a plane ticket but let's be honest if it's a plane ticket to somewhere that's very attractive that I've never been and the project's good and maybe also there's some other artists whether I know or not that I look up to like I'll take it because they're the times that I I, I uh, you know get the most inspiration and um, you know it's not just painting walls but you know it goes back to travel again it, you know I just I get so much out of it. I think it's the best thing you can do with your time and money if you have the opportunity. And look, I, uh, you know, I view myself lucky that I'm flexible at this stage. You know, I don't have a, a wife. I don't have kids that I, I'm, I'm free. I can jump around and, you know, I'm dodging bullets right now. But um, yeah, I know that's it's well, not short lived, but I know it's maybe not going to last together this pay uh, like forever. I mean, uh, this pace, but uh um, I'm going to take it while it's there. Um, but yeah, anyway, going back to 2017, uh, until October is going to be a pretty, pretty studio based year. And it's honestly the only time that actually makes me stay put in Berlin. And I'm actually looking forward to that because it took a while to build up my life there. And, uh, you know, I want to go back there and, and live it and, you know, all that, that hard work and, and all the friends that I've made over there. Um, uh, yeah, looking forward to going back and picking up where I left off, and, you know, as much as uh, coming back here and picking up where I left off. And, you know, it's great to see you back here as well. It's, uh, it's, it's great when you, you know, when we're all traveling and bumping each other around the world. It's one of the best things when you see an old man, you're like, you know, but in a completely different context. But, 
you know, I, I got used to seeing you and a few other people overseas. And then, you know, we're actually back in the same country or the right country, you know, where we're from, uh, especially the same city as well. So, uh, you know, for many things, it's great to be back. And yeah, I just want to make more of a more of a effort to get back here more frequently because what this city has is pretty special. And the more I travel, the more I realize like how awesome this scene is. And it's, we're not just talking about this street art graffiti scene we're just talking about art and creativity in general and melbourne melbourne's got it yeah i agree um so where, where's the best place for people to see your uh art online uh i have a website uh record1.com um uh, that <laughs> i would like to say that i uh, update but you know instagram is just amazing uh it's it's um, it should be something that I rely on, but it, it's, uh, you know, it, for visual people like ourselves, you know, and I just, I don't want to like, uh, you know, have a lot of text with things. I just want to let, let the, the, the photo of whatever I do speak for me. So that's the best platform to see my work on. And it's at Reka one, R E K A O N E is the number one. And um, yeah, I update that, you know, let's, let's say daily, especially when I'm traveling. Cause this just, you know, I, it's a combination of inspiration photos that I put up, but also, you know, what I'm actually doing in the work as well. So yeah, check it out there. Uh, and yeah, you can always contact me through that as well. It's got my email on it. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks for taking the time to sit down. Yeah. Cheers, and, Tom. Been a pleasure, mate. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, let's, uh, crack a beer and have something to eat, eh? Yep, cheers to that. Okay. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. To find out more about today's guest, go to benchtalkpodcast.com. There you'll find all previous episodes and images of the guest's artwork. Also, follow us on Instagram, bench underscore talk. There you can keep up to date with all things that are happening with the podcast. Bench Talk's also streaming on SoundCloud and Facebook. Just simply search for Bench Talk Podcast. Or you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. While you're there, don't forget to rate and review. It helps get the word out. And if you like the podcast, don't forget to tell a friend. Thanks again for tuning in and stay tuned for next week's episode. Bye.